Welcome back to another episode of Not Your Average Joel. Um, you may recognize this guest from our first episode on bullying. Uh, this is Alex, if you don't remember. He is from the land of potatoes from, <laughs> from Idaho, and he works at the best Starbucks in Boise. So uh, that's a good kind of recap of who he is. And, you know, he is going to school for uh, worship ministry and he will be graduating here very soon. So be on the lookout, see where he is here in the next year or so. It's gonna be uh, an amazing journey to see. So welcome back. Thank you, thank you for having me again. <laughs> yeah, no problem. So uh, last topic that we had was uh, a little bit more serious and a little bit uh, not really a hard conversation to talk about, but it's just hard to uh, like think about those kind of memories. It was on bullying. So that was our last uh, time that we've spoken. And today we're going to make it a little bit more fun and lighthearted. So today's topic is going to be called my first blank. So it's almost like playing a game and viewers, if you're watching, you can always play along. You can always comment your answers to these questions. And uh, or if Lysa, you just want to get to know me or Alex a little bit more, Alex, that's great as well. So, <laughs> so anyway, I think we're just going to go ahead and jump into these questions. I have a bunch of questions here that I searched on Google, and so I think it's uh, a lot of it maybe quick kind of answers, and we can move on to the next one. So, so here we go. So my first question is what is the first app that you checked while you woke up this morning? Like first thing you woke up, like what's the first app that you opened? I went to the restroom, I went pee. <laughs> I always do that. <laughs> yeah, but there you go. But uh, so like once you got on your phone, uh, like what, what did you like go to first? Oh, Spotify, I have to pick out my music so I can go to work. There you go. Yes, Spotify is a good, good first one. I think for me, um, it was probably Facebook, more than likely. So that was the first uh, app that I like opened up today. So uh, have you ever had a broken bone? And if so, what was the first bone that you have broken? Huh? I don't. Is a toe a bone? I broke a toe. Well, I, I would go ahead and count it just just because something broke. <laughs> so. um, yeah, I broke a toe. I was practicing um, ballet moves. And I was practicing kicks, and my I was practicing a kick, and I hit the wall, doing my um, not my, not plies, but like I was doing that, and my I hit the wall, and my toe became black and blue. Yeah, it it, it was it was. It was it was broken. Ouch! <laughs> that sounds painful. How old were you when that happened? I was like eighteen. Okay. Oh. <laughs> yeah that that sounds painful. I think I haven't broken no bones, but the only thing that I have 
broken is a toenail. <laughs> so I bruised up one of my toenails. It was my big toe, my right foot, my big toe. And I had to get my toenail pulled off. It hurt. But but that's like the worst, uh, like as far as anything that broke, like I wasn't really no broken bone. So thankfully, yeah. haven't I mean, had that experience. Yeah, I mean, I also hammered, you mentioned your toenail. I hammered my, um, my, I think it was my white pinky finger. I was putting tile in the house and I just smashed my finger with a hammer. Oh. It, broke, it, it broke the, it actually broke, not just like the nail, the actual like here. Oh, it, it's going to go back, but it, it took half of that off. Mm, that does sound, that sounds pretty painful. Oh, yeah. I know one of my cousins, uh, I think, I feel like that happened. Well, like, I think he was doing some yard work and I think like part of his, like one of his fingers was like, came off, like something, something happened with that. So it's like, oh, so it sounds awful. <laughs> so all right, so moving on, I see like another question about foreign countries. You haven't been out of the country yet, have you? Not, so not as of yet. Yeah, so hopefully next year. Hopefully. <laughs> yeah, so all right, so next question. It says, tell me your first Instagram post. Like, tell me about your first Instagram post. Uh I mean, let me see if I can look it up right quick. Just to see if I can remember, because I I used to have a face, I mean, Instagram in 2012, and then like around like 2015, I deleted it, and then I got a new one, and so I gotta go find what my first post was. <laughs> yeah, I I literally did the same thing. I had one in about 2013, and then um, deleted that account, and then opened a new one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I say I remember getting it a few months later or something like that. I felt like it was I was out with a friend, but I was trying to see exactly if that was the exact thing I'm thinking of. <laughs> I um, let's see, I'm almost there. <laughs> All right. And yeah, so it was September 1st, 2015. I posted a, a picture with uh, someone that I used to hang out with. Her name was Peyton. And uh, we went to go eat lunch together. I think I was, hey, I'm wearing the same shirt, actually. I don't know if you can see it. It's kind of like hard to see, but like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look at that. I mean, wearing the same shirt. What a, what a coincidence. <laughs> so it was meant to be yeah exactly so <laughs> yeah i forgot the name of the place that we ate at it's called something different now but it was really good they had some good chicken fingers <laughs> <laughs> um okay so i don't have my old account obviously um but i remember i think my first photo was i took a photo of my grand piano that i had in arizona i don't have that piano anymore because i live in an apartment <laughs> and mm. still in Arizona, someone took it. Uh, <laughs> but my first post back was in January seventeenth of twenty twenty. <laughs> Before COVID started. 
pre COVID and pre um, BBC drama. And it was me, um, me playing. Oh, uh, nice. Nice, I like that. Yeah, I yeah. used to do uh, piano like videos, but I haven't, I haven't played like the keyboard. Like I have a keyboard uh, that I had to like stuck into another room right now because I needed <laughs> this uh, desk here in my room for work. So, uh, but I used to do the same thing. Like I used to love playing uh, like Adele music. Like I love like a lot of her music or Celine Dion or even theater. <laughs> you know. Um... Um, yeah, I post a lot of videos. Is my Instagram is mostly just piano and singing, so it's a lot of piano wise. It's mostly a lot of worship because that's what I do. Um, singing wise, it's theater because theater is way more fun to sing. Not saying I hate singing worship songs, I do, but they're not as challenging as um, theater songs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I see it. That one makes sense. It's like I so said, you're in the worship ministry, mm-hmm. so you would you would do you know what you're you know, what you're going to be going, like what you're going to school for and all that. So, and so nice, nice, nice. So let's see. Let's see, you've been on a plane before, have you? I, yeah. Yeah, duh. So <laughs> it says, tell me about your first plane ride you ever went on. Do you remember the flight and how you felt in that moment? Yeah, it, it took me a while to get my first plane ride. It was in 2012. Uh, my first plane ride was from Arizona to Texas because I was going to New York, but I, had to, but I was going to New York with my aunt, so I had to fly to Dallas, with, which was where my aunt lives. And I don't, I think I was with my brother, I think. Yeah. So I wasn't by myself, um, but I just was like, we're going on a plane. And um, to be honest, I don't really remember. <laughs> um, the plane ride usually I think when it comes to trips the the ride is not what you remember it's the the actual vacation so I don't really remember how I felt <laughs> <laughs> yeah I know for me I was definitely late to the game as far as my first plane ride I didn't go on a plane until 2018 so I was almost 25 and I was going to Greece. So what a first like mm-hmm. first trip. So but I had it before I flew to Greece, I had to fly to Philadelphia from Birmingham. So it was like a two, two and a half hour flight. And I was definitely scared. And <laughs> I was definitely uh holding on really hard to the <laughs> armchairs. And I promise you, uh, I don't know if you know much of like Chris Tomlin's music, but like he has a song. It's like I know who goes before me. I know who stands behind. behind. Hold on. Yes. God of angels armies is always by my side. Yep. Yep. That's that was. <laughs> I kept saying that in my head, like over and over again. I was like, I know who goes before me. I know who stands behind. The God of angel armies is always by my side. And I was like repeating that as like we were going up. I wouldn't say that out loud, but it was like I was praying in my head so hard. It's like, let's please. Because I kept feeling like as we're going up, it's like, whoop, whoop. It just felt like, you know, yeah. and so like I was like scared to death. I, I was probably like pale in the face. And <laughs> so it, I was definitely a, 
I'm nervous wreck. So, so, but I ended up surviving. And ever since then, I've been on like over 20 flights now. So, <laughs> so I think I've, for the most part, I've overcome my fear of flying. Uh, every now and then, uh, turbulence still makes me nervous, but it's not to where I have like a, like, I don't feel like I'm having like really grip hard. Just sometimes I have to just close my eyes because I don't like seeing people's heads like this. Mm-hmm. It's like, I'm like, nope, nope, nope. Like close mm-hmm. your eyes. Like it, it's just, let's just this bump on the road. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, it's nice that some planes have free movies to watch. So you could just kind of like watch a movie or whatever you like on plane while um, that happens. Yeah, exactly. I, I do appreciate that with planes is that they do at least like you're allowed to like watch some movies like they give you that to watch movies or like play a game or so on there. So that's always fun. So, all right, let's see. Um, there's so many questions, but like there's so many questions that like I can't relate to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, here's one. Um, says tell me about your first girlfriend okay well um i guess i'll go ahead and start right quick so for me i was 18 when i had my first relationship because uh i was a loser and i'm just kidding i was uh i was very shy in my younger days so like i and also i was more focused on like academics and like being in like honor societies and keeping up with my grades and also I just feel like I just feel like being in like middle school and like having a girlfriend is like too young like you don't know nothing about love so so but there are people that have met like their their future wife um ever since kindergarten so it happens it just didn't happen for me but um but I was 18 and I won't say her name just in case if she's watching this because um, I was with this person for like five and a half months and then got cheated on. So, so there's that. And then stupidly took her back a few years later and got cheated on again. So, is, this the same, is this the same woman that that gaslight that gas let you? Or this is a different person? Talk- yeah, the oh. same person. So, and I said, even like, yeah, with that whole like gaslighting situation, like that was going to be my third time trying to get back with her. And I said, it just, uh, I I was definitely let down a lot by her. So I won't say her name because I'm not going to expose her, but she knows who she is. So if you're watching, hello. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm doing better now from like that whole experience. I've definitely put that back in my, I've definitely forgiven her or all of that and you know and everything so but still that was my first girlfriend that I had <laughs> yeah um so my first I, I would say relationship I don't know if we ever agreed that we were dating but we hanged out a lot and this was um the last six months probably like the last six months of my um senior year so I was about 17 18 around this time and um we met um because we did ballet together um, I won't say her name either because to protect her privacy. But um, we would just we would just hang out a lot after dance classes. I remember um, going with her family to Tucson because I lived in San Vista at the time, and it's about an hour drive to get to Tucson, Arizona. Um, driving with her family up there, um, yeah, it was really 
yeah, she was she was fun. I really loved the lighter. I was seventeen, <laughs> you know. Um, it wasn't that. Uh, yeah, so it wasn't like serious, but it was like you know, um, we hanged out, and um, I, I don't know if we would be considered boyfriend girlfriend. I maybe we would have or not. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I would say she was probably my first real quote unquote girlfriend. Um, and then what happened was I moved to Boise in twenty after high school, and I was like, I don't believe in long distance relationships, so um, we just kind of went our own ways. So I hope she's doing good. I don't know where she is. I don't have. Yeah. I don't. She's not found on Facebook. I don't have a number anymore. Um, but I hope she's. I really hope she's doing good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That at least you didn't end things like bad blood or nothing. At least like things are peaceful on your end. Yeah, yeah, that was always good. And then I haven't, I haven't had a girlfriend since. I've been on dates, but haven't been in a relationship since. Yeah, that's basically what me too with the same ex. Like we broke up for the second time in 2015, and I haven't been in a relationship ever since. I've been on plenty of dates, a lot of first dates, and nothing ever happened. So just not finding the right person. Like just take patience. Take patience. Just um, for reference, my, one of my friends just got married and he's 36. So don't yeah. think don't think you're old because you're not 20 one anymore <laughs> exactly yes never too late to get married it's never too late to find love and it's really never too late to even have children as well yes. so yeah um, so. look at look at um D david's mother no yes i forgot which um i think it was david's mother where like she prayed for a son and no, that was Samson? No, that wasn't Samson. Abraham. Yeah, Abraham's wife. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, she did have a, a child around, I, I want to say like 90 something, like around oh, 90. She lived longer in the Old Testament. <laughs> yes, yes, <laughs> that is true. So yeah, you just it's never too late, people. Like mm -hmm. you can still get married and uh, there's still hope out there. Mm -hmm. So uh do you you know your first celebrity crush my first celebrity crush yes of course i do her birthday is in five days <laughs> i already know who it is but <laughs> is it uh is it from star Wars? is she from star wars no oh no i never I thought it was carrie fisher <laughs> no it was not carrie fisher i do love carrie fisher though don't get me wrong no my first celebrity crush was um judy garland in the wizard of oz Ah, oh yeah, you have speak, spoken highly of her. <laughs> I love Judy. Um, I've always real. It's real. I never met her because obviously she died way before I was born. Um, but I just feel like I have to. I don't know why I feel I have to protect her. I think because her story and my story are so similar. Um, I won't go into detail, but she had a tragic life. She wasn't tragic. She always was happy. She was always. You know, people say good things about her, but like, I did the pills, she was an alcoholic, it very hard to find work, and my heart goes out for her, and I cry when I think of her, but she, she would have been 100 on Friday, so her birthday's January 10th, 1922, so she would have been 100 this week, so she could still, she could have been still been with us. Mm, yeah, so very sad. much so. Yeah, so it's really sad to think that she died when she was 47 so young um but yes judy garland 
in The Wizard of Oz was my very first um, crush. And I still <laughs> love her to this day. Yeah, that that's a good one. I, I definitely love The Wizard of Oz. And she was really good. She she was a perfect Dorothy. Like, there's nobody that will ever compare. <laughs> nothing. Nothing will ever compare. Her version of A Star Wars Born is better than the Lady Gaga version. Yes, I will say that. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> Put it on record. <laughs> so, so for me, as far as my first celebrity crush, I, to be honest, I don't know if I really had a celebrity crush, like probably somebody from Disney Channel, I'm sure. Maybe like Miley Cyrus before she went too crazy. Uh, or, but Jeff, I- Steve from NASA Raven, no? Hmm? Yeah. Raven Simone. Oh. Yeah, Raven Simone. Yeah, that's a good one. And uh or like Selena Gomez or David Lovato before before everybody start like going off the deep end. But uh Selena's doing fine. Selena's doing fine. True, yeah, she is. So yeah, so that's good for her. But as far as like yeah, my first, it's uh it's probably like somebody from Disney Channel. Um my now celebrity crush has changed. Um I think I have three in mind. Uh, well, two of them are actually older, so like I would say, my I had a crush on them when they were younger. Like, right. uh, like first person, like, do you know who Catherine Zeta Jones is? Um, Chicago, yes, yeah, I <laughs> yes. I don't know why, like, her and Zorro, like, come on now, like, I love her and Zorro, <laughs> so like, <laughs> yeah, so she's my first celebrity crush, like in her younger days and then um i don't know if you know who kate beckinsale is but like she yeah of course i didn't know who she is yeah she is like another one like even if she's like pushing 50 but it's like yes <laughs> and uh i think just recently blake lively has been someone like i've had like a really big like ever since she came in that met gala and like did a big dress reveal change Oh, isn't she, isn't she married to Ryan Reynolds? She is. Okay. okay. I think her sister or her cousin was in Teen Witch. And I love, it's bad. Teen Witch is a bad movie, but it's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize that she had a sister, but. <laughs> yeah, um, I would say for me now, okay, this, they're older, but Winona Ryder, I love her. Um, love Change of Things. I love Beetlejuice. Um, Girl Interrupted. Her version of Little Women was so good. So it was like Winona Ryder and Judy were, and they're still my favorites. Mm. Um, and I love Carrie Fisher. Put that on the record too. Carrie Fisher and Judy Garland, top two. <laughs> yes, forever and always. <laughs> so, all right, let's see. I, do you remember the first phone that you got? Yeah, it was. Um, uh, it wasn't the chocolate. It was okay. I had Sprint at the time. My parents, well, my parents had Sprint at the time, and they had this phone where like the front looked like an MP3 player, and the back looked like a phone. I have no idea what it was called, um, but that was my first phone. Yeah, yeah, I, I could picture what it is. I just can't remember the name of it either. But for me, I didn't get my first phone until I was like 17. And it was like one of those that like, I know it was an AT&T phone. It was like one of those that like you slid up and mm -hmm. it like had the keyboard. Can you do this? Yes. Yeah. 
that was my first one but like my first iphone that i had was an iphone i think it was like a four iphone 4s maybe yeah so so yeah there's uh there's that times have changed as far as technology <laughs> Every... I, do miss, I do miss the phones like i still want a wazer do you remember those wazer phones yes one one so <laughs> bad i still kind of want one <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that would bring me like some nostalgic memories definitely <laughs> so all right let's see next question is uh when was your first kiss and do you remember like where you were at i can go first uh let's see for me i was at an olive garden and uh I was on a one month anniversary date and I was 18 with the same girl <laughs> that I talked about earlier. So, um, so yeah, so I had my first kiss outside of Olive Garden and I was very nervous and, and it just happened. <laughs> okay. Um, my first kiss was on the stage. Oh yeah. Like since you did theater. Mm-hmm. I'm so I wasn't in a relationship. We were just, I just had to kiss her. Yeah. 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 So there you go. So let's see. Yeah, it's definitely part of part <laughs> of the game when it comes to theater. <laughs> so okay, let's see. What do we have next? Okay, so I don't have one, but I know you do. So uh can you tell us about the first tattoo that you got? Okay, so um if you can see this guy. So that's my tattoo, my only tattoo. But it's um it's Charlie Chaplin, and if you don't know who um, Charlie Chaplin is, he is a silent film actor, comedian, um, very famous, um, very turbulent personal life. But um, I can't separate the art from the artist. Um, but I love his movies. I love the circus. Um, he. I think he's really famous for his last speech, that um, final speech in his film, The Great Dictator, which he was um, parodying Hitler. <laughs> before people knew how evil Hitler was. People knew he was a bad guy in 1941, but it was before anybody knew about um, the Holocaust and the concentra concentration camps. Mm -hmm. um, so he, he just kind of parodied his, like... Um, larger than life evil stuff um but he had gone on record saying had he knew about the holocaust and everything in that he had never made the film hmm. yeah well that's, that's interesting i didn't really know that about i don't really know much about charlie chaplin just i've always heard the name that never really knew too much about him <laughs> so yeah um but i i still enjoy his movies but they're silent so you kind of have to be in a certain mood um to watch them because you can't put on as background noise if we're doing homework. You kind of have to sit down and watch it. Yeah, that is true. So, yeah. So, I, you know, don't think, now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever seen a silent movie, like, ever. <laughs> but maybe maybe I'll need to look into it sometime. I'm sure it's, uh, I'm sure it's had some interesting movies out there. Like, you know, it's just reading the words and... <laughs> Go with um go with a Lon Chaney film. Go with like Phantom of the Opera or The Hunchback of Notre Dame or a Charlie Chaplin film. That would be good. Yeah, I definitely need to look into that for sure. So all right, so 
let's see what else do i have I'm scrolling down because there's a lot of these that are like very <laughs> weird <laughs> all right um can you remember the first pet that you had like what was your pet's name what's a what kind of animal was this pet okay so technically this would have been considered my i guess as, as like a family pet because i don't have my own personal pet right now um but as a family pet, I was a couple of months old. And we bought a wolf hybrid. My dad bought a wolf hybrid. So it was half dog. Half, I think he was half husky, half um, wolf. Um, and we gave him away in two days because I was a couple months old and my brother was two. And if that dog goes, grows, because if you bought him as a puppy, so it was fine, but when he grows, he's still part wolf. So, um, and the animal instincts can kick in. Not saying you shouldn't, no, I shouldn't have a wolf hybrid, but you shouldn't have a wolf hybrid with really young kids. Yeah, yeah, it's like, so you never know what can happen. So, so that was, that's actually very interesting. It's much, <laughs> much more interesting than mine. I just had, uh, I was eight or nine and, and ever since then, we've always had stray cats. We just always claim them as our own because we always see them oh. like around and we feed them all the time. But our first cat, um, she actually came from our neighbors. Like our neighbors like moved to like, uh, like moved to a different area in the city. And, uh, and anyway, they, they left their cats <laughs> behind. So our, their cats started coming over to us and we started feeding them. But this, this mom cat, we called her Mama Kitty, <laughs> but uh, I think her name was something else. Like I want to say her name was maybe something like Trouble, but uh, she wasn't Trouble to us. So <laughs> I was like, no, nah, we're gonna change her name. So we called her Mama Kitty, and then like her son uh, was always with her. He was like a mama's boy. We called him <laughs> Little Gray, but uh, but his name was like Cheerio. Oh. But I was like, eh, it's like cheerio like we're gonna change that name up so we gave them a very we gave them very basic names so <laughs> over the years we've had we've had probably over 20 25 cats over the last 20 years or so and we're only down to two cats now so well one cat is a neighbor's cat but they don't feed it either. I don't know what's with these neighbors that live in this house exactly. They don't feed their cats. So their cats come running to us and because they're like, hey, that got the good stuff. So here they come. And so, so, so technically we have one stray cat that's like been around for about 11, 12 years now. And he's getting old because- uh live so long. Yeah, yeah, they do. And he's, he's definitely getting old because I, I think we just found out recently that he may be deaf now because like we try to make like we're all like trying to talk to our cat like you know come on come on up here like come on come eat and he's just like sitting there and like and he used to like every little noise that like you would hear he would like jerk around and be all paranoid and he's not like that no more like he doesn't jump until he sees you so it's like I think he's gone he may be deaf now so oh. I know poor Tabby. That's oh. what we call him. Actually, we call him Tabernacle, or I call him Tabernacle if he's acting bad because he needs to know that he's a Lord's child. So like I'll have to tell him you know Tabernacle, get over here. <laughs> so 
So yeah, that's um that's the current pet that I have. But um yeah, it's all been cats. I have never had a dog. <laughs> I never had a cat. My dad is allergic to cats, so yeah. We never had a cat. I always had dogs, but my last dogs I had um because ever since high school I've been in apartments and I just don't like having dogs in apartments just because um there's not enough room for them to run around and what if I'm at work, they're gonna be stuck in my apartment all day and that's just not fair for them. So um, once I get a house I'll get a dog. But um my last two dogs were a chow named Lazarus and a mass English mastiff um named Nova and I love them and I still love them. So I haven't I think that's why also like I could have gone in like a Chihuahua for my apartment. I could have gone a cat for my apartment. But Nova and Laz were the best dogs. They were he was a good boy and she was a good girl. Like they were just the best dog you could ever think of. And I just it's been hard for me to replace them. And they've been gone since twenty sixteen and they didn't die young. My child was fifteen, but he was going blind. He had caught cataracts. So, and then my Massive, she was nine, and Massives can only live to, like, I think, ten. Like, Massives don't live very long. But what happened was she tore her ACL, and she's a big dog. So, it was hard for her to keep walking. So, um, but they lived nice, full lives, and they were amazing, and I missed them. Yeah, I know. I'm glad to hear that at least they lived a good old, good life, and they've lived, you know, long and more happy. <laughs> yeah, they were all happy. They were healthy. Um, they live their lifespans. Like, you know, they, they didn't, like, you know, die, you know, a couple years before. And they, they lived, I think Laz lived a little bit longer than most chows because he was, like, 15, 16. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's definitely a very long time. Mm. So um, I think next question is, what was your first job? Uh, my first job was ironically at a coffee shop <laughs> and still working on coffee, um, but it was a coffee shop down here in Idaho, Boise, called The District. Um, it's still here if you want to go and um, come and see it. Um, funny enough, um, when we were um, featured in, I think, Home Living or whatever, there was a website and it says the best coffee shops per state. And District was um, named Idaho's best coffee shop in that um, article. And the photo they used <laughs> was a photo of my hands on a glass shoving into a customer. So somewhere, if you type in the District Coffee House Boise, you may see my hands. <laughs> yeah, your hands are famous. <laughs> yeah, your hands are famous now and your voice will be famous next oh. year. <laughs> I'm just kidding, <laughs> but or you know it would be for God's glory if you get famous, definitely. But <laughs> but yeah, that's funny. That's uh, yeah, that's very interesting. Uh, for me, my first job was uh, I worked at a grocery store or a supermarket. I'm not sure what people call it around the U.S., but it was called uh, the store was called Food Giant. So like I worked there for for nine years. I worked there from my junior year of high school. And I worked my way, like, I was started as, like, a bagger. Like, I would, like, bag up the groceries. And then after, like, two years of being there, I ended up working in the dairy department with all the milk and eggs. <laughs> and I was there for, like, the next seven years doing that. 
and it was a good place because like all of my siblings before me um worked there so like it was definitely a job that I guess I know that like our family is like pretty dependable um like with being good workers so they're like they hired me um they didn't hire me right away they they took a couple months but uh but anyway they ended up hiring me as I worked there throughout high school and college and then once I got my current job um I ended up leaving that place and and there are times where you know like um I miss it like I'm definitely grateful for you know the the job that I had you know at one point but at the same time I don't miss working with like customers face to face so so I mean I so I do love my current job at um, Coca-Cola so so yeah that was my first job so um when was the first time that you went out of state as far as like some um, memory that you could remember I mean um I guess like as vacation or as in like a move um it could be either then it would have been Georgia because um, that was our my dad's first base when he joined the army, so we moved to Georgia. Um, I don't think it was Atlanta. We were close to Atlanta. I don't really remember the names of the army army bases in um, Georgia, but we went to Georgia, and um, I don't remember a lot. I do remember um, a couple of school memories, but. Um, I don't really remember, which is kind of, it was kind of weird because my dad first joined the army right when 9-11 happened. So you would think I would know what would happen, but I really don't remember um, 2001 very well. <laughs> yeah, so at least you know it was in Georgia somewhere. And uh, yeah, so for me, um, I think it was Florida. I think I, we go there We've been going there every year, like ever since 95. So like I wasn't even two. So nice. that's probably like my first like memory as far as going out of state was either Florida or Georgia because uh, I've been to Atlanta plenty of times, but I'm going to go ahead and say Florida just because uh, it's where we go for vacation every year. And I will be going again here in like five and a half weeks. I'm ready to go, ready to go lay in the sand or not lay in the sand, put my feet in the sand and just like relax. So I'm ready for that. <laughs> so let's see, see if I can read a few more questions before we end this. Let's see. Um, have you ever been to a haunted house? And if so, what was your first experience like? Yeah, my first haunted house was technically at Orlando Studios because we went during the Halloween season and it was the Van Helsing on house they had. It wasn't a ride, but you were going through uh, a house or a maze and you had like all the characters of Van, Van, from Van Helsing show up and spook you um, because I think Van Helsing might have just released that year. Hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> Yeah, so I remember that. Um, and then I think I was part of a haunted hayride as like, a, like actually scaring people. Um, so yeah, I had my, I had, I had some haunted houses. I mean, an actual haunted house. Um, I, 
have been to the, a haunted plantation in Louisiana. It's supposedly haunted. Uh, it's called Myrtle's um, Plantation. I don't remember where in Louisiana, but it's open and um, it's supposedly haunted because a slave, because an owner killed a slave. Again, very dark history. Um, very sad, very dark history. Um, so, so yeah, I kind of been into a fake haunted house, which is for entertainment, and I've also been to a supposedly real haunted um, house as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, you've definitely had some experience for sure going through like you know both Aussies and yeah. the actual haunted place, and then mm-hmm. yeah, that's a haunted, uh, you know, like uh, Van Haven. So mm-hmm. yeah, so that's a. Uh, you know, that's really nice. You know, for me, uh, I have only been to one in my life because I'm not really big into haunted houses. Um, it was about 10 years ago and I went, um, it was like right down the street from like where I lived. It was maybe like maybe two, three minute drive. And uh, and it was, uh, it was called like the Insanitarium. So like it was, uh, I was definitely nervous because I was less, I was a, person in the back of the line and I was like I was constantly like turning around like please nobody like come up from behind me and like you know yell or like grab me <laughs> touch mm-hmm. me it's like ah so like I was definitely nervous a lot of the time and I remember um, while I was there I remember like being very nervous and uh made it through life here I am and the, ne- the next day I remember going into my previous job and like one guy that I was working with, uh, he he was actually like one of the people that was there scaring people. And he's like, he's like, you were so scared. You were running like you were running for your life. I was like, I sure was like, <laughs> I, I can't do like I'm not big on haunted houses or like scary movies, really. Speaking mm-hmm. of scary movies, um, have you seen any scary movies? And if so, what was the first scary movie you saw? yes um i guess as a christian is it is kind of weird for me to say that i still watch scary movies still um (laughs) um, i'm trying to remember um i think it might have been poltergeist oh yeah i've heard of that one i've never seen it though (laughs) yeah no the they're here and the hand comes out of the tv and she gets and then she gets sucked into the closet Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, yeah i think that was my first horror movie was um i haven't poltergeist um but also my mom would also watch a lot of true crime documentaries and i think those are way more scarier than any scary movie yeah those can be scary like i I feel like my parents they they watch that a good bit even to this day it's like if there's nothing on tv they have it on either true crime stories or like uh like forensic files or something like that so Yeah, my mom would do that all the time. She would watch a lot of things on Charles Manson, and um, Charles Manson is way scarier than anything. Like, scarier than Poltergeist. He's scarier than Nightmare on, Elm- Nightmare on Elm Street or Halloween or Friday the 13th. Any real-life murderer is far scarier than any um, scary movie, which is kind of why I, I can watch scary movies because I'm like, okay, the acting is fine. But if you see a documentary, that's real life. Those are true victims. And it does always have a happy ending. No one gets, sometimes people don't get the justice they get, they deserve. So, 
yeah yeah so that is what makes it uh scarier in that, that equation it's uh it's just knowing that it really happened and so yeah that's definitely scary but uh for me i think the first scary movie i saw was uh the ring i saw that with like my mom was like watching it late at night i don't know why when i was a kid we decided to watch it with her and it was oh well just thinking about that woman Liza crawling and like with her the, the black hair like over her head is like oh so like i think that was probably the first scary movie that like i actually fully watched probably before that i've probably seen some scenes from like the exorcist the the power of christ compels you and then she spins her head throws up and then she levitates i've seen that movie once and i was like i don't think i can ever see this movie ever again it is um it's too much <laughs> yeah yeah i don't think i've ever fully seen the movie but i don't know why like one big part of that movie i remember was like the priest coming in there and he was like you know, like the power of christ compels you <laughs> and then that thing's like <laughs> it's like growling back at him it's like Ugh. like it was definitely uh and like makes it gives me like goosebumps in like the worst way possible <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So I think the next question I have is actually not on here, but I actually like uh, thought about it. So when was the first time that you decided that, well, not the first time, it's the only time, but like when was the first time you were like introduced to like Jesus and like when did you accept him in your heart? Hmm. Um kind of strange because like my aunt so my mom's sister she's very christian and she's amazing um but my parents really weren't i think i went to vacation bible school when they had it just because that kind of left that was kind of babysitting for a week she didn't have to worry about taking care of us for a week you know kind of free baby care free daycare in a way um but I didn't really know who he was. I, I mean, I've seen Jesus Christ Superstar and Godspell in my theater. And I did theater because obviously the musicals. Um, but I don't, I don't think I, I truly had encountered him. Pro I, it was probably until, it was probably like maybe 2014. Um, I started going to church. But I would go, like, I was very inconsistent. Um, and then I'll, I'll probably say the turning point was around 2016, um, with my friend Jake, um, who has a Spotify, um, check him out. He's a really good singer, really good artist. Um, but, um, my friend Jake, um, I, I went to his young adult service that he was, um, preaching at and, um, yeah, started doing that. In 2016, then I got baptized in 2018. So within that year and a half, um, that's when I counted him. That's when I first kind of met him. That's when I first felt accepted um, because people keep saying how much theater is accepting or how the um, LGBT, because it is Pride Month, so you hear that too, is accepting. But like, I felt no connection or no accepting in the theater community at all. Um, so it wasn't until I 
I, I went to church like full time that I, um, I felt truly accepted as I am. I didn't have to be somebody else. I could just be me. Um, so, so, yeah. probably 20, so probably 2016, 2017 was the major, major turning point. Yes. Yes. Thank you for sharing. That's actually a really good, you know, like a testimony that you have, like, and just hearing, uh, like even like outside of this podcast, hearing like the other things that you went through, which I know we will begin to into further, uh, like further topics down the road. And so I like, I'll definitely, uh, and look forward to, for people to like hear that story as well. And, uh, for me, I think I was five or six. Uh, I don't know. I, I was trying to remember the school shooting that happened in 98 or 99. It was in, I feel like the town started with a C. Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. So like when that, uh, when that school shooting happened, uh, was that the school shooting where like somebody came in, like killed a girl, like asked her if she like, if she believed and Jesus, and she said yes. And yeah, yeah, I think that was it. But I'm also told that that story is also fabricated. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> to, to kind of um, disprove that. But I think I think it's been disproven. I don't really know. I really don't like. I don't like hearing kids being murdered. So I tend to stay away from um, that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, that definitely is a, uh, like, especially with like what's going on in Texas, is definitely a sensitive uh, subject for sure. But I, mean, uh, I, was scared to hear, I was scared that it's a text of the, oh, shoot, was it, was it my old middle school? Was it my old elementary school? Because I went to school in Texas. So, when I hear something in Texas in school, I'm like, oh, no, is it, is it mine? And I would get sad, but it wasn't. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> yeah. So, but like uh, when that situation happened, uh, whether whether that situation was fabricated or not, my mom, uh, my mom told me, like she said, if you were put in that situation, if someone asked you if you believe in Jesus or not, like what would you say? And me being like young and naive at the time, I, I said no, because I was thinking like, oh, like that's going to like save my life. And my mom's like, you know, no, like she's, you always say yes. Like you don't ever like, you know, say that you don't believe in God or, you know, don't believe that Jesus died for you or anything like that. So I think like from that moment on, I think I was, you know, I realized, you know, like, you know, uh, I need to take my uh, belief. Well, at the time, like I felt like I was raised to just kind of like believe and you're saved and that's it. So like so I just thought like well as long as I just say yes I believe that like that's gonna get me to heaven. So uh, like so that's kind of where I was up until uh, up until like I started college. So like I uh, ended up going to my current church, and I've been there for ten years now. And I realized that it's definitely a lot more than just saying you believe. Is more of you know you gotta take up your own cross and follow him and definitely comes at a cost and like it's more than just being a believer it's being a Christ follower and like living through uh, his word and being obedient to his word so I think uh, as far as like when I was first introduced to like the idea of like believing in Jesus it was like five or six but as far as 
when I started taking my relationship with him more seriously, it was probably like 19. So it was later on in life as well. I was like 22, so. <laughs> yeah. And then even then I still um, like was never really in his word until COVID hit. So it's sad that it took something like COVID to come and, you know, uh, for that to happen. But, you know, everything happens for a reason. It gave me a time of self-reflection and realizing that I definitely want to be in his word, not just to read it, but to fully understand it as well. Yeah. So I think my final question I have is, I know you mentioned that you went to uh, like middle, like when you were younger, you went to school in Texas. Do you remember your first day of kindergarten? <laughs> well, first of all, no, it wasn't. No, wait, it wasn't Texas. Hold up. I moved, I moved around a lot. Give me a second. Yeah, I wasn't Texas. <laughs> no, don't, but I don't. <laughs> yeah uh well for me um i actually do remember it only because um i remember my dad dropping me off and he's like i'll, I'll see you later and you know i just kind of like okay and like over like the next table away from me like some somebody was leaving their kid and the kids started like crying and someone's like you yeah, don't go and like you know this kid's crying bawling his eyes out so I don't know why, like, I do remember that. But, like, besides, I don't really remember much. I do remember my kindergarten teacher's name. Her name is Miss Hayes. So um, I actually used to see her uh, at my previous job at Food Giant. But um, she never remembered me. So, like, I never, like, said nothing to her. It's like, you know, my feelings are hurt. I'm just kidding. But, but yeah, I would always see her in there. It's like, hey, Donna. I was like, but it's like, oh, like, I want to say that to her. But she would be like, how do you know? How do you know who I am? But, uh, but yeah, that was my kindergarten uh, story. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't remember anything from like 1999 to like 2008. It was like a 10 year <laughs> yeah. blank right there. So yeah yeah so i think that is actually going to end our fun little game of my first blank <laughs> so i want to thank alex again for being here it's good having you back and i definitely look forward for you to come back here in the future i know there's at least a couple of topics i know that you will be back for and i will be looked for i will definitely look forward to having you in those uh those two topics on mental health and music because yeah, those Speaking are two yeah so yeah those are like two big topics that i know you um that is you definitely can relate to yeah so yeah so, yeah. yeah yeah um quick plug-in because <laughs> but i'm a friend in the pod so it's fine um <laughs> um I do have a YouTube channel if you guys want to uh, subscribe to that as well. It's just my name, Alex Kersh, K-E-R-S-H. There's like one video on it, so I'm hoping to record more soon. But um, subscribe there. I'm making an album. Just going to keep the word out because I want like at least 20 monthly listeners on Spotify. Yeah, that would be great. So yeah, definitely if you have a YouTube and... Uh, you want to follow somebody else and uh, go uh, follow him through his musical journey and 
on seeing the whether it's behind the scenes or the actual recording of it all you can follow him and also as you can uh be sure to subscribe to my channel as well and not your average joel and also be sure to like this if you are on facebook as well and i think that it's going to be it so i hope that everybody has a good rest of your day and i will talk to y'all later bye Thank you, everybody, that took the time to listen to this episode of Not Your Average Joel. Your support means so much to me, whether you were listening to this episode from Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Anchor, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and Spotify, as well as my YouTube channel. If you want to see some behind-the-scenes standout moments and funny moments from my episodes, please go to my Instagram page at Not Your Average Joel Podcast. I also have a TikTok account where I post clips from my episodes as well at Not Your Average Joel Podcast. If you are watching this episode from YouTube, please be sure to give me a thumbs up. And if you want to see more of my upcoming episodes, then please subscribe to my channel and turn on the bell notifications so that you will be notified whenever a new episode comes out. Once again, I appreciate all your support, and I look forward to sharing more about these topics with you on the next episode of Not Your Average Jaw. Goodbye.